What's going on, y'all? Episode number 12, ladies and gentlemen. It's your boy, J.H. Givens. And as we'll see. And we want to welcome you to yet another episode of the Acromis Podcast. Here we are, another Sunday, down through another week. And I, I just need a, I need to take a pause here. And of course, um, the sad news that we received on Friday about the passing of DMX. Um, a hip hop legend, a, a a legend of the genre, a legend of the art. Um, man, I, I I real quick, I have a I have a really cool, really cool DMX story to tell. So back when I was younger, I was in daycare. Um, and Miss Matthews was one of our, she was one of our, I guess, teachers or counselors or or you know, adults there. Um and we were a bunch of crazy kids, of course, as all kids are when they're when they're that young, and we're all hyped up on juice and, and sugar cookies and stuff like that. And every single time she would she would always say the line, Y'all gonna make me lose my mind up in here. She would she would do that all the time. I lie to you not for like the, the five or seven years I was there. That was her, that was her line, that was her thing. And I'm sitting there, who is she getting this from? Who is she getting this from? And of course it's DMX. And I'm like, okay, who's DMX? Let me learn more about him. And I, I learned more about his style, about his rawness, about his realness, seeing him in movies. I, I, I saw the tribute he did with Aaliyah when she passed. And, and I, was, I was hooked ever since, man. And, you know, it's seeing, seeing him pass and, and, and seeing others who were such an integral part of our childhood past, it, it definitely takes a little bit from you, man. Yeah, it, it hits different. Um this one is another one mm-hmm. that oh you feel it um especially it was very nostalgic like you just shared with your story and and, and then i remember you know just kind of growing up on his music and just um you know times just with the old, old walk man you know yeah. the old cd oh spinning one and just playing yeah. it and um you know just listening to the lyrics in a way where for me personally a lot of it was relatable and yeah. you know in my life so it was like um you know it was raw it was it was real mm-hmm. and um it was genuine especially you know where you felt like the religious aspect of it where you know this this person is just battling his own mm. his own in, inner you know issues and uh as an adult you understand that even more mm-hmm. so it's like you know um you know may his soul may, may he rest you know Absolutely. peacefully in paradise and um so all the greats we've lost and uh you know this is another one but you know the beautiful part is that he's given so much in you know what he has and in his his legacy is going to carry on you know it's going to carry on forever it will. in a way he will not be forgotten he was no. so unique and just so yeah. different and when he came he took he took the world by storm he did. and uh even younger kids to this day and age they know who dmx is oh yeah you do they may not know who some other folks are out there and i won't put them <laughs> on blast to embarrass anyone but they know yeah. who dmx is and that, that's the difference that's when you know yeah as you said i mean he was real he was raw what you saw is what you got man and and i know for sure like that sort of that sort of that that sort of aspect is missing from society today that that realness that rawness that that person that you know man yeah he's he's a different kind of guy um mm-hmm. and you know yes the the battling um through life as he as he was but he never lost faith man he he mm-hmm. 
he was such he was such a faithful man such a god-fearing man and like you said man may his soul rest in peace um prayers and condolences for his family um his friends all the fans around the world um who who loved dmx and and loved his art and what he was able to offer for the world so rest in peace dmx rest in Um, peace thank you yeah thank you yeah Yeah. um but you know on to some of the other things that we of course are going to talk about today so just a recap of the perspective of truth man um we got hit up a lot (laughs) yes we got a lot of comments we got a lot of a lot of reviews a lot of people you know asking us is it okay to lie is it okay to be deceitful no no of course it is not that is not what we were trying to trying to put out there um no of course it is not but based on particular situations based on a you know particular people that you may be talking to or, or know um there are certain things that you will feel comfortable letting them know about and other things that you may want to hold off a bit mm-hmm. um now again it's it's not about it's not about lying it's not about um you know deliberately misleading them but it's about being able to rectify the issues at hand without things blowing up out of control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, just that. Uh, I mean, it's just that simple where, you know, um, that's what you're just doing. You're trying to just use your better judgment um, as best as you can. Uh, and, and I won't delve deep into it at all because, again, yeah. it's just it's so many avenues we could take this as we know mm-hmm. as we did and as the feedback we received um but but to its core no it isn't right mm-hmm. to, to lie to anyone um That's but right. you know you just use your better judgment in those instances when you put in those situations yep. and hopefully it's the best outcome that's for the individual mm-hmm. and for all parties involved yes you know a good positive outcome that's all absolutely absolutely and 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 speaking of positive outcomes man we have now completed the process of reverse engineering the 21-3 method. Wow. Wow. When you guys get a taste of the 21-3 method, this method that will literally be habit changing for you, I can guarantee you that you would wonder why some sort of product like this has not been on the market yet. It, it is yeah. so chock full of vital information literal experience from the guy that you're looking at on this camera right now. Um, And it's, I mean, again, I got to stress this. I got to stress this to you. We are taking time with this product because we want it to be so unique, so different, so real, so practical that you can use it the same day you get it. The same day you get it. There aren't programs like that out there like that right now. Some of the books, and I'm not going to name names, but you got to get to page 500 before they actually tell you what it is that you may or may not want to work on. But this is from page one, from day one. It starts through each and every day, and it tells you exactly what he did, how he was able to build the habits that he is still working through now. And what he and, and and the successes that he was able to get through along the way based on the challenges that he faced. So again, this product is going to change the way you look at habits. It's going to challenge that 66 day um, habit building rule that that a lot of experts are talking about now, saying that you know it takes an average of 66 days to build a habit. No, we're mm-hmm. gonna prove no. it to you that that is not the case. Yep, absolutely. Uh, I'm proof. That's that's enough. That's, that's proof right there. 
And I don't care what any expert has to say about that. Mm-hmm. I am proof that it works. If you're willing to commit to yourself, if you're willing mm-hmm. to love yourself because mm-hmm. you are so damn worth it. Mm, say it Just again. that simple. You are so damn worth it. We mm. are so damn worth it. Damn so right. be willing to do the work and I assure you when it's re- time for the release this to you, mm-hmm. you'll get to where you are supposed to be. Mm. Just that yeah. simple, guys. Mm. I can't wait. I can't wait, man. Yep. I cannot wait. Cannot but wait. Let me tell you something I can wait for. Mm-hmm. I can wait to get some of these inbox messages that I, I get, whether it's on Facebook or on my emails from, from people from my past, I, some, some closer than others, others I have not, I've never <laughs> broken bread with, but for whatever reason, they got my number, they got my email or they got my, my Facebook account and they just, they DM me and say, Hey, Jamal, how you been? How's life? How's life for you? How you working? You got a job. You enjoy your life. Are you enjoy? Are you enjoying your job? Do, do you want to make six figures in five months? Do you do you want to learn more about this opportunity? This this limited opportunity. Now I can't tell you the name of our company. I can't tell you the name of our brand. But I can tell you something. If you are not busy tomorrow at five p.m., we have this massive conference where everybody is going to be. Do, do you know Barack Obama? Well, our guest speaker is somebody who went to his inauguration. He has something special to tell you. Just, just, come, just come on in. I can't explain it to you for whatever reason, but he can. He knows everything about it, and I guarantee you it's going to change your life. Anybody out there, raise your hand if you've ever gotten any of those emails, any of those calls, any of those messages, DMs from people that were either close to you in the past or you never really actually spoke to. Can I raise two hands? I'm raising three if I had. <laughs> if I had a third, I would raise three because for whatever reason, I've been caught in this about three or four times. Ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about MLMs, multi-level, multi-level marketing. Um, so just to give you a little bit of backstory here, when I was in high school, maybe, maybe after I graduated, um, but my freshman year of college, I was... I was called from, I believe it was Cutco, and um, I knew nothing about multi-level marketing. I knew nothing about sales. I, d- I didn't know anything. I'm right out of high school. So I was invited to this, this interview, and we were in this, this like office suite. Um, I remember it was like dingy carpet. It, was, it wasn't well lit at all, but the, the thing that they did to try to encourage people to 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 feel like this was something legitimate. They had figures on the board and they had names next to those figures. Like it would say, Mark, 200,000, uh, James, 150,000. Mm-hmm. And so I know exactly what that was. They wanted to encourage us to say, hey, you could be Mark, you could be James, you could be anybody. You could be anybody and make those type of figures. So we're sitting there in the interview and um, I noticed, you know, the, the, the lady, she brought out some knives and she wanted us to start using these knives and wanted us to sell her the knives. Um, and I got to tell you, this, this woman was so intimidating. There was not 
there was not even a fraction of smile on her face. And as a, as a kid, as a young guy, and you're in this interview, you're like, mm-hmm. man, just, you know, just like a little, little let me feel a little warm here. I mean, it, there was a, there was a coldness from her. And, <laughs> I, you know, looking back on it, I think I, I, I for sure know it was on purpose. She wanted us to be able to think on our feet to, to see what our minds are thinking. So long story short, at the end of this interview, um, I was hired. I was like, oh boy, oh my gosh, it's my first job out of high school. Let's go, man. I'm about to make some sales. I'm about to, you know, all this, all this stuff. I was rah, rah, rah. I was really feeling it. Mm-hmm. So I get back to the car and I'm speaking to my dad. I'm like, man, I, something, I don't know. This isn't, this doesn't seem too right. Like for whatever reason, <laughs> something within my soul did not sit well. And then he started questioning certain things too. And I, I lie to you not, I didn't even go to orientation. I did, not, I did not. I did. That was it. That was the last time they heard from me. That was the last time I heard from them. They never called me back either. I just, uh, they were like, you have to go to this orientation. It's a 10 day sort of thing where you gotta, you go and you, you know, you get, you get all, um, you, you know, you get, you get every, all the information that you need. We, we do some onboarding training with you. Didn't go, never went, never wow. even thought of going. Yep. I threw the, <laughs> threw my envelope in the trash and that was it. <laughs> So looking back on that and, and looking back on, on some of the things that I touched in, in the last, in the end of the last episode, um, it's these MLMs, they, they tend to prey on those who do not necessarily know about them. Um, they come, they come in many forms. Um, you've seen, and I, I can't name them for legal reasons, of course, but I'm, I'm, I know you've seen them. Um, yeah. You've, you've seen, you've heard about the calls, you've seen the products, you, you know about the script that they use to try to get you on board. Mm-hmm. So tonight I'm not, you know, I'm not really going to delve, delve into that too much, but what I want to do is talk about, are they scams, right? Cause that's, that's the one question everybody always says, right? Anybody yeah. who's ever brought up any of those names, the one thing that they, they always accompany that name with is scam. Is it a pyramid scheme? Is it a scam? You know, what, what exactly is an MLM? So mm-hmm. today I hope I can, I can shed some light on this man. And have you ever been approached by any of these companies or any of these, any people who are representing these companies and they mm-hmm. try to, to onboard you somehow? Well, in my experiences, yes, I have encountered uh, several MLM situations, <laughs> but the the interesting part of it is that it is usually through someone you know, mm. uh, where is you know this is what you are kind of trained to do, uh, start with people you know. Uh, mm-hmm. So for me, um, I had a scenario. Um, well, I know it has is somewhat similar to yours. I had a few, so I had one. Uh, These pretty short. So I was I, I was you know I was working. And I had someone bring an opportunity, possible opportunity my way uh, where, you know, it was of a better position offer from what I was informed, doing exactly what this person nine to five job is or something similar to it. Mm. And I said, hey, you know what? That sounds like a great opportunity to go. So I reached out to this person and uh, similar to yours, they were were like, you know what? But see, they they embellished because they Mm. did say for me, yeah, this is about, you know, what, what I do. Sure, mm. we'll discuss that. And I'll, you know, mm. let you know what's going on there. Mm. But there's also something else that may have that be, you know, be a good, you know, opportunity for you as well. 
Uh, so come on over my house and uh, mm. we can discuss both of those things. Great. Now, were there were there other people at that house when you got there? <laughs> so when I got there, you had to find parking. Uh, and when I got in there, there was like it was like a housewarming party. It was mm, that's what it felt like. Yeah. Um, before yeah. you knew it, I'm in there and I'm sitting in the middle of this room with a bunch of chairs. And then just like, how did I get here? Where's the person that I was supposed to talk to? I mm. saw them for a second mm. as they invited me in and mm. said, "Yeah, we'll catch up. Oh, just boy. let's go through this first, and then we'll we'll talk." Uh-huh. You know, so then I see the same thing, you know, you get the, the nice uh, flavor water, you know, offer, you know, you get that, maybe a cookie if you're lucky. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, then you see the numbers and the projections and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, trickle it down and then it's mm-hmm. broken down to you of how that works. Right. So then, uh, you know, fast forward, get to the end of the night and hey, everyone sign up before you leave out. Give hmm. us your info, sign up here oh, and, uh, you know. We'll get you going and get you underway. We'll, we'll teach you the ropes. And uh, yeah, you could be traveling to an island every week too. Mm-hmm. Like I'll talk to your folks. Yeah. Uh, so by the time I was done and I spoke to the person who I came here to see, oh, well, it's already late now. Uh, you know what? I'll tell you what. Why don't you come back during the next session that we have? Ah. And we will co- you come early and we'll discuss that then. Mm. So I end up mm-hmm. leaving... And in my instance, I gave them wrong, one wrong digit of a phone number. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's never smart. heard from there me. There you again. go, right? Um, so <laughs> I realized what that was, and I was not comfortable being misled in a way where I would have just prefer, preferred, as I always say, complete transparency. Absolutely. I wasn't given the option of at least having an understanding because the idea was to lure me in through something mm-hmm. that I was interested in. Yeah. Uh, albeit in this case this person embellished of it but that's just a different mm-hmm. version of some of those tactics you come into and i'll share just one more yeah yeah sure. <laughs> this was actually someone that i knew um, mm. even actually knew more personally yeah. where there was time invested in me knowing this person okay. uh and um i won't go into too much without revealing it who this person is in case they're watching but you know right. who you are if you are <laughs> and um yeah this person reached out i hadn't heard from them in a long time mm. uh i think the timing of them reaching out probably weren't the best time for me in my life at this point mm. <laughs> so i wasn't in the ideal state to deal with that but right. uh, when they did reach out to me it didn't feel sincere it was a mm. hey how you been right it's been a long time since we caught up you almost we really had to should look talk. at their number and their name mm-hmm. you're like what where do I remember this person from? Yeah. Like, up, but, oh, you yeah. seem to be eager to want to reach out to me now. It's a little weird. Here's Scratcher. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so it was one of those things where I, based on what was said, it was enough in the content of what was said to me that I understood what it was. Mm. So this person, I just I just couldn't, couldn't deal with. I couldn't take the idea of like, how dare you reach out to me that way when you could just tell me, hey, I got this thing going on. Mm. I need numbers. Can you oh help boy. a person out? <laughs> and we could be, you know, like it could be a little different. You know how those things go, as you're yeah, going to get into. Yeah. But, right, um, right, right. But, but, but in those instances, it was one of those things where I felt it personally like, man, you didn't, you didn't think highly enough of me. And mm. um, it was very discouraging to deal mm. with this person afterwards. So I, I didn't bother to talk to them because I didn't like the way that was done. 
Yeah. Um, so, you know, those just a couple of examples and I have more, but mm-hmm. I'll stop there. And, you know, Jay, you can really kind of. For sure. Down. For sure. I mean, you know, and that is the thing, too, like what what, what people tend to forget is like, man, if you're going to go down this route with people who are close to you, you're starting with with people that who are your friends who you've broken bread with in the past or whatever, like after after you go through this with them, they're not going to look at you the same. They're not going to want to be approached by you. They're going to think that every time you're trying to reach out, you're trying to sell them something like that. Honestly, that ruins a friendship because it, it what it does is it's like you're you're looking at me as a as a as a dollar sign. Like you're not for whatever reason, the value on me and our friendship that we had or relationship, whatever it is. It's no longer valid. What's valid is you getting me to sign up for something that you've been brought into. And because you may be, I don't want to say suffering for sales, but there may be the struggle is probably real as it is with a lot of these people who are involved. And so you're, you're looking for friends, you're calling, you're calling, you're calling, you're hitting me up. If, if honestly, if that person was as successful as they're claiming, they would not continue to reach out to you for your business because they're doing well. If you say no the first time, I peace. Good. That's fine. I'm going to go get my money elsewhere, but they keep reaching out to you over and over again. Hey, try this out. Hey, you sure you don't want to, do- I'm sure I'm good. Let's move on. Right. So mm-hmm. if you are going to go down that route, if you are involved now and you are being taught to reach out to close people, friends, family, whatever, um, just know that a lot of people are hip to MLMs now. And um you know, if you are going to go down that route, that you that that one person that you reached out to may not look at you the same again. That's right. Um, but true. to that original question, are they scams? And this actually may shock a lot of you. Technically, no. No, MLMs are not technically scams. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you why. So. The only the difference between an MLM and a pyramid scheme, which you would consider a scam, is that with a with a pyramid scheme, the only thing that you are looking for are people. You're recruiting people. You're constantly trying to get people into your downline. But what ends up happening is that there is no product offering. The only way you're making money is through recruiting. That that right there is a pyramid scheme. You're literally building a pyramid of people so that once you get to the top and you have a bunch of people below you, you can get paid off of the people that they're recruiting. Now, an MLM is sort of similar to that in that you have a downline. There is money made through recruiting, but there are also products that are being offered. And the products that are being offered are being promoted and advertised as such. That's the other thing. Some of these, some of these, these pyramid schemes do have products, but for whatever reason, they don't want to talk about it. They don't, Mm. their focus is mainly on recruiting. If you hear something like that, know that it is probably a pyramid scheme and not a a genuine MLM. For Mm. example, and again, I'm saying this because it is not a scam, but Avon, you've known Avon for years. We, my mother has always used Avon. I'm sure mothers around the world have used Avon. I'm sure you've seen Avon products. Avon is an MLM technically. Um, but again, because they're selling products and the products are great, the products are reviewed and they're, and they're well, they've, they're an established company and they're also, 
um, innovating. They're, they're always, you know, they're always getting better products, new products, and their yeah. product offering is established. It's stable. Their company is stable. They're a great company. And so if you were to work with, with Avon or, or a company like Avon, then big ups to you. And I, I know, I know some people personally out there who have, um, who have been a distributor for Avon and have had seen success. So again, it's not, it, it, it definitely depends on if there is a product offering and what type of product are they offering? I'll give you a personal example. I am currently, I'm not with an MLM, but I have bought from an MLM, an MLM and I don't know if you know about this, but um, my phone here, this is an iPhone, of course, but it was originally through Verizon. Now, what I did, because only because Verizon's bill was much higher than this, this MLM's was, I decided, okay, I'm going to try this out. It's less money. I'm paying less a month. That's going to mm-hmm. that's gonna be a cost savings for me. Okay. The only downside is, okay, what if their service isn't good? What if I'm getting a lot of calls dropped? What if mm-hmm. I'm having issues paying my bill? None of that. I've been with them for about three and a half, four years now, mm-hmm. and I have not had an issue. So again, to say that all MLMs are scams, that is not true. Um, the only the only time when an MLM could be a scam, technically they're illegal in Canada and the US, but if there is one that um, is not selling products or for whatever reason, they're not discussing the products that they're selling, if the focus is strictly on distributors if the focus is on recruitment then those are the ones to watch out for interesting interesting yeah. well in that case then i guess the next question would be to ask is like how do you you know determine if you're you know a good fit for the structure of an mlm like how do you uh, this how do you assess that how do you know yeah uh, it's that's a good question so i i mean honestly i think the one way to think about it is um this is somewhat of a glorified sales position. And I, I, I know it's going to hurt a lot of people saying that from both people that are in it and, and people that um, are promoting it, but that's, that's pretty much what it is. So I think the one thing that you got to ask yourself, if you do want to get involved, and again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not against the ones that actually work. I'm not against the ones that provide a genuine service to people, but you have to understand that it is a sales position you have to understand that you will get certain products and you will need to be able to sell those products. Um, there are some MLMs that will literally force you to continue to, to buy inventory from your own money, even if you have not sold out of the inventory you have. So you can have a, a garage full of, of chocolate bars of these nutritional protein bars that you can't sell to anybody. Um, <laughs> but it doesn't matter. Next month, you're going to get another inventory. You're going to pay for it. And it's also going to be in your garage. So you, you have to look out for those things. That's, that's a question to ask, you know, am I going to be required to continuously buy inventory, even if the inventory I have is not even close to being out? Mm -hmm. Um, That is important. But one of the aspects that you have to determine um, within yourself is if you are good at sales, are you a productive person when it comes to sales? Can you sell it all? The issue is when I went to some of these, I've, I've probably been to four of these meetings. Some of them mm-hmm. I went to just to, to, to learn more about their structure. Others, I was just genuinely curious. Right. But when I went, 
I noticed that a lot of people in there had no sales experience. They had no sales background. And again, let's forget about the sales experience and background. There wasn't much of a personality within that person. So Mm -hmm. even if they're like, I'm going to work hard, I'm going to sell, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. There wasn't that ability to capture an audience. Like they couldn't sell me on something. They probably couldn't sell you on something. Right. Maybe somebody, you know, initially you have family and friends who will buy from you because they want to support you. Right. They don't want to see you fail. Nobody does. So, uh, initially, I'm sure you will make some sales, but a- after a while, if you don't get proper sales training or you don't have that it factor with you where you mm-hmm. can sell products that are probably crap, yeah. it's going to it's gonna come back to bite you. Again, with the inventory issue um, and, and the money issue and the traveling that you're going to have to do, a lot mm-hmm. of that is paid out of your own pocket. So mm-hmm. again, if you aren't good at sales, I would say that you should probably train to become better or just go the other way. Um, Cause I don't think that structure would fit for you properly. Mm. The other thing that you also have to, to think about, and I, I kind of mentioned it with sales, it's, it's human psychology. Can you understand what a human is thinking while you're going through a sales pitch, right? Do, could, you, could you look at facial expressions, body language? Do you, do you understand that, that sort of approach to understand if a, if a sale is going to be closed by that, by the end of the conversation, or if this is just a, this is just, it's going to fail miserably. So I think, I think both sales and understanding human psychology are very important. The other thing too, have an established network. So a lot of the people who are those, those same folks that come in, like I, I used the Barack Obama reference earlier, yeah. but <laughs> What happens is that there are a lot of people who, who join and, and grow within these MLMs and they get really high on these companies, but they already have a network, right? They already have tons and tons of people. They're probably coming from a Fortune 500 company that they've worked for. They're, they probably used to be a director of marketing somewhere. And so they have a lot of people that they've already trust, right? They already have the sales experience that we talked about. They already understand human psychology. I mean, if you're the director of marketing for Facebook or Instagram or some sort of major, major brand, you're going to understand how people think. So you can take that experience, you take that know-how, you take that knowledge. And if you if you can work it into an MLM, you're going to be golden. You're going to make money in it because you're going to be able to encourage people to not only recruit others below you, but buy the products. And I think that's that is absolutely important. So to, a ha- to have an established network of people that you can go to, especially for your initial sales and your initial recruitment. And again, if your network is full of other directors or you know senior managers, you're golden because then they also have a network that they can go to. Right. So you have a much better advantage as a director of marketing for Facebook than you do as a you know as a as an administrative assistant assistant at a a lower level company it's just it it, there though that is something that is absolutely vital to have if you're thinking of joining if you're going to have any success at all if you're going to make any sales if you're going to be able to recruit people you need to have a network another thing too and i know i'm going in because I, i want you guys to use this and understand this as you're going out there if you decide that you ever wanted to join one or if you're in one now this is useful information for you make sure you review the products. So there was this one, there was this one MLM that um, I was recruited to join and their, 
their featured product they had other products and they were they were very overpriced i mean an iphone was like a thousand and this was like an iphone 4 at the time but they were selling iphone 7s on the market for cheaper so it didn't make any logical sense for me to buy that product on you know on on their website or on whoever mm-hmm. you know the the independent business owner's website because I, there's no reason for me to do it unless right. i'm just doing it in good faith I, it doesn't make it didn't make actual good sense to do so. Right. So their featured product was a landline phone that had um, video camera, um, this video camera interface on it. So I'm thinking, well, there's a Skype app, there's Zoom, there's there there's mm. there are all these different apps that you can have, right? I mean, you you have a camera on your phone, you could FaceTime people if you have if you have iPhone and. It didn't, it didn't make any sense that a product like that was going to sell. So if you know that the products that, sh- that are, are featured in your MLM have bad reviews, um, they're overpriced, they are no longer a viable product in the market, then that's something that you will want to avoid because it is going to be very hard for you to sell. Now, again, if you have the network that I talked about, if you are if you are the strongest person in sales, if you understand human psychology, it is possible to have some success, but it is rare. It is very, very difficult. And you're better off just just um, filling out an application for a sales position somewhere else. Um, And the last one I want to touch on is persistence and consistency. Now, if you don't have any of those other things I talked about persistence and consistency is still not going to matter. You're still not going to be able to hit those levels that some of these VIPs are hitting, at least not in a five to 10 year span. It would not work if you don't have those other things. Now, can you get some of those things along the way? Sure. You can, you can, you can go to a sales class. You can study human psychology. You can build up your network. You can, um, you can advise other products or go to a company that has really good selling products but persistence and consistency alone is not going to get you any success. So those, I think, are, those, are the key points. If you are involved in an MLM or you want to get involved in an MLM, again, kudos to you because it is, it is extremely, extremely tough to be able to, to make a living off of it. Yeah. But if you want to try your hand on it, if you want to go into it, allow those five items, those five things I just discussed to be your guiding light. Be good at sales, understand human psychology, have an established network, have, have the ability to review the products, make sure those products are clean, make sure they're, you know, if they're, if they're fitness products, make sure they're FDA approved. Mm. Like all of those things matter. And then on top of all of that, you have to be persistent and consistent in your approach. Well, um, that's very informal. Um, would you say in those five things, is there any particular order that you think would lead to lead to success um, more so? Because um, I mean, you have to be productive, I guess, in all of those things, right? So yeah, like- yeah. I mean, you could you could be productive in each one of those things. I, I if I had to give an order to it, I would say, I would say the easiest one, or at least the the. The, the, the smallest barrier to entry is probably studying human psychology. Like mm. you can, you can do this on YouTube, you know, tonight, right. You can, you can look at human psychology videos. You can try to understand body language, learn some more of that, you know, 
in terms of sales, you can go on like Udemy. There's an app called Udemy. There's there's other like virtual educated education apps that you can learn something like that on. Of course, I I definitely suggest that you have practical experience too, because there's only so much you can do on a course. But if you want to, if you want to actually get into sales, you gotta sell. I mean, that's just that's just the way it is. There's no there's no better experience than experience. So you just gotta dive in. So I'll say human psychology, I would say sales, um, I would say work on your network too. Um, even yeah. if you're not part of an MLM yet. Start, start developing a network, go to networking events in the industry that you want to get into. You know, I mean, you could do a quick Google search, see who's hosting, maybe not now during COVID because of what's going on, but there are definitely master classes online that you can look up, uh, go to ones that you want to learn about that you believe that are practical enough for you to jump right on in once you're done watching. Um, and of course, the, I think I want to say the next one would be to review the products because I think if you have not joined an MLM, then reviewing the products is going to be that entry that you're looking for. So if you see a company that's that is boasting certain products that are terrible or have been under scrutiny or you know bad press, bad reviews, yeah. if you're seeing it, everybody else can, right? This is the internet is accessible to anyone that has any type of connection. So they're able to mm -hmm. see what you're able to see. So I would go for products that are, are rated highly that aren't too expensive, um, that a lot of people are, are, are liking and loving and boasting and promoting, go towards those more than companies that are trying to somewhat hide their products or, or tell you that recruiting is the most important aspect and not necessarily the products. Again, those are the ones that you want to watch out for. Um, and then finally, you know, persistence and consistency. I think when you're in it, when you're involved, that is probably the last domino to, to, to fall there. Um, I think in anything that you do, whether it, it is MLM or, you know, regular sales or any job that you have, you have to be persistent and consistent to keep your job. So, and to excel period. So I think, I think that would be the right order um, for those, those aspects that I believe you need to have to be a good fit for the MLM structure. That's great. Um, I think that's a really good breakdown of it. Um, a good um, plan for those out there who may have encountered this and said, you know what? Yeah, there are some really good MLMs. Uh, maybe I can give this a shot. Maybe, mm -hmm. I, maybe you know, uh, I'm right on course with where I need to be with it and, you know, just give it a go. Just see how it works for you. Um, I you know, personally, for me, that's not my thing. I, I've been in sales before and I was extremely great at it. But um, uh, I think it's one of those things where you really have to enjoy that part of it, like in order to do it and be consistent, as you said, Jay, like, you know, and persistent about, you know, strengthening your, your, your craft, if you will, mm -hmm. so that you can perfect it and become good at it. Yeah. Uh, because as, as you stated, Jay, like with your phone, for example, like, you encountered a good a good instance of it. Me personally, I haven't. Mm -hmm. But that's right, not to right, say right. that they, you know, haven't wrote, wrote them off. But right. listening to you being able to explain that gives me a better insight personally um, to have a good understanding as to if I do encounter it again, Definitely. the things I should look for. So yeah. I'm really hoping everyone else out here as well, and Chromas fam, um, and newer guests as well, uh, can take some notes from that because yeah. I think that was very informal. So thank you, Jay, for sharing that with Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, any 
things that you would want to say uh, at this point to kind of like enlighten our Chromis fam, you know, regarding what they should be looking forward to next as, as it relates to this, like with their own experiences, like maybe thinking about like we shared ours and like factoring that in into like if it's something they are interested in or if they encounter for future reference. Yeah, you know, I think I think for starters, like anyone out there, all of you guys, man, we we're looking out for you. We want the best for you. We want you to succeed. So we, we're not going to plug anything or say anything that's going to lead you astray. Um, again, I will say that this is very, very it's a very, very difficult thing to be successful in. Very, very few succeed. However, the ones that do succeed end up doing really, really well. Um Again, there are, there, are, there are tons and tons of other positions that you can take in this world other than going this route. But if, you're, if your heart just desires to do so, try your hand at it. Um, but understand that those things that I mentioned before are a core piece of your success if you want to be even remotely successful in it. I do want to ask you for those that have been in it or those have been approached by distributors of some of the MLMs that are out there, what are your experiences? Now, I, I know you've heard ours and, you know, luckily we were, I don't even want to say wise. I think we were just kind of lucky enough to understand that what we were being sold was kind of fool's gold. But mm -hmm. I know that other people out there, especially going through the crisis that we're in now, we're all pretty desperate to get some cash, man. We're, we're desperate for money. A lot of people are still out of jobs, which is extremely unfortunate. So, it just so happens that these MLMs are starting to pop up a little bit more now because it 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 speaks to your your fears and there's a solution that they try to tie in there to alleviate those fears that you have, right? Six figures, you want to make a mill, you want to you work from home for the rest of your life, you want to work on a beach with your laptop, like all of those things are promised to you. They're trying to preach you and trying to sell you on a lifestyle. Um, that is unattainable through this particular method if you are not the top one of the top 1% of one of the people in there. Again, if you're starting from the bottom, it's extremely hard to get to the top. If you have a network, if you have experience in sales, if you have experience with human psychology, if you, if you are persistent and consistent, yes, you do have a shot. But if you are just one of those things, it is going to be very tough for you to succeed, period. So for those out there, I, I want to hear it on both ends. I want to hear from those who have been in an MLM, still love MLMs, still you still preach about the one that you're in and you believe that it changes lives. I also want to hear from those who thought that initially and decided they wanted to leave because it wasn't it wasn't something that was that was helpful for them. They found themselves spending more money than making money. And thirdly, I, I do want to hear from those who were approached. I mean, I, I wanna I want to be able to understand the market a little bit more and see if their approach has changed. I want to understand if their script has changed, if their if their ability to 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 call you or reach out to you wherever you are and tell you about an opportunity and um, continuously ask you to join a call or join a conference or join this this meeting with a with a bunch of gurus and entrepreneurs and X Y Z. I want to know if they're still plugging that or if they completely change it. If they're still plugging it, 
that is sad. <laughs> they need to, they need to, I'm ser- seriously, yeah, bro. Like no, you're right. in an yeah. ever changing world where businesses <laughs> change their approach to be able to reach their customers. Yeah. They, if they have not evolved from that old script, it's bad business for them. Some, mm-hmm. some of them have gotten really creative, but others are still sticking to that old script as though people don't have Google and can search these things up. So again, I want, I want to hear for those three types of people, people who are loving it, they're in it, they're seeing success because you are one of the stories that we would want to hear from mm-hmm. someone who has been in it for a while and has, you know, has also wanted the success, but just never got it. And they came out and then those who have been approached, how has that approach been uh, from your perspective? Mm. I think that'll be really exciting to hear the feedback on that. Um, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to it. Uh, <laughs> all, all, AMs, all, like, all, all, you know, areas um, yep. from all, everyone that's involved has been a part of it. Like you said, yep. currently in it and then um, MLM, that'd be really fun. I'd get the feedback. <laughs> I think so too. And, you know, my, my, my goal here is to, is to have a, you know, a ton of different DMs and stories to be able to tell from all these different perspectives, right? I want to be able to tell a perspective from somebody who's in it, who's seeing genuine success. Like, I don't, I don't want to hear right. from somebody who's going to try to plug sales. Like, that's, that's, not what I'm, that's not what I'm asking. If you are genuinely a distributor for one of these MLMs and you are making money from recruiting and or from selling products, I want to hear that story. I also want to hear the story of somebody who was trying as hard as they can for years. I, I want to understand just exactly how much money you ended up spending on trying to continue to be successful in this versus how much you made in the end. Mm-hmm. And for the third man, if there's a, if there's like an audio file out there, or some sort of recording that you have just to hear their script, just to hear their, their, uh, their elevator pitch. <laughs> I would love to, uh, I would love to hear that. I really would. That, yes that would be, be something it'd be very yeah very intriguing um you know i think that'd be good a good place to start you know mm-hmm. uh, absolutely you know, so since you're with we, touch base on like starting do we want to get into what the next upcoming episode is going to be about well, you know <laughs> I, oh boy okay see it's a weird perspective for me because I now have been out of that game for several years going on six years. I have, I don't know anything about these apps. I don't know what a bumble is. I've heard of a Twitter, (laughs) Twitter, not even a Twitter. Sorry, not a Twitter. It it starts with a Tinder Tinder. You see what I'm talking about? I don't even know these things anymore. And I know there's a, a, I know, (laughs) (laughs) I know there's a bunch of them out there that I'm missing. But man, I do not envy you or anybody else who's going back in this scene now where you were trying to get back out there in the dating scene. I feel like, oh my gosh, I am wrecked, bro. Just just trying to hear some of the stories that you've told me in the past and hearing stories from some of our followers and some of the disastrous dates they've been on. It just, it burns my soul too, because I'm like, oh my God, guys, men. Man, you got to step your game up, man. You got to step your game up. You cannot be going out there slacking. 
and then yeah. and then for for some of the women i'm like but uh yeah women women <laughs> ladies let's mm, let's 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 think about this let's <laughs> from a guy's perspective here's what we're looking at here's what we're looking for these yeah. are things that are uh, some red flags that we're mm-hmm. going to let you know about and that's the thing we're gonna tell you we're gonna this guy right here he's back on the scene <laughs> so he knows he knows he is back he is back on the scene. i've retired from the game for good over yeah. but he he is back out there so That's next sunday ladies and gentlemen you're gonna hear from this man i'm gonna put you on the hot seat <laughs> I, mr gq if you've been following this guy you see the pictures he's taking my gosh i mean the ladies are going wild wild for this man hey hey, as you say he's a good looking brother man he's a good he's my twin obviously (laughs) i'm the untaken one yes the untaken twin lady Mm. the untaken twin now next week you're gonna get some vital information from a man who's been out there he's been out there he knows it he has experience and that is important so next week Next I Sunday, I am an open book. I yes. am an open book, so, open so be book. ready. I am bringing the heat with the questions, man. You know, I do it. <laughs> I know you love it. I'm bringing the heat, getting back out there on the dating scene. What to look for? What is your approach? How do you know if it's going to be real or if you're wasting time? My yes, oh, I'm going. I'm, I'm so, I'm so, I'm so ready for this. I'm oh, so I'm ready for you. I'm like ready I to do it now. I want to oh. do. I can't do it now. We can't. It's okay. Let's let's keep the heat. Let's keep that heat and keep it there. Keep it contained. So so be ready, guys. Because oh man, this is gonna be something. It's gonna be a lot of truth that's gonna be put out there. Some people <laughs> may appreciate it. Maybe some won't. Mm. But uh, I'm gonna tell you how it's been for me. So Jay, bring those questions. Oh, I'm ready I'm for it. it. I'm bringing yeah. it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, bring your notebooks. It's gonna be a session. A session. Yeah. Should be a fun one. <laughs> for sure i can't wait look hey you guys y'all y'all have a safe week man y'all yeah. know where to find us again it's Where's on it? the hat you can't really see it because the light's in the way so i'll do you a favor break it down fill for it me. out again a- there we go c h r o m o u s ladies and gentlemen we are on youtube we are on instagram we are on facebook there is absolutely no we're even on the radio wrng power jams hot radio we are everywhere tell them there that one more time no way one more no time. way that you cannot find us yeah you type us in on google we're the first search you type us in there on you youtube go. same thing type us in on ig search same thing facebook search same thing mm. ladies and gentlemen we are everywhere you can't miss us yes. so we don't want you to miss us please don't now until next Sunday. We want you to have a blessed week, don't we, Will See? We sure do, guys. Uh, enjoy it. Remember to love yourself. Mm. Be ready for the upcoming episode, for sure. Get ready, man. Mm. Look, until next time, I am J.H. Gibbons. And we'll see. Peace! Peace. <laughs>